On today's first round KO, we talk about the NFL Week 8 and our favorite games going into the weekend. Then we talk about the Bucks' 4-0 start in Milwaukee and if Chris Middleton can be the all-star that the Bucks need. Then we go into WWE, we talk about uh, Evolution this coming Sunday, and we talk a little bit about the Crown Jewel Saudi Arabia incident, uh, not incident, situation that's going on in the WWE. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. We've made our way to the backup studio. Not backup studio. We've made our way to the Pro Tools studio. Yay. Here, and it feels wonderful. Yeah, because there's a couch in here, and you're just lounging. Dude, I freaking love this couch. Did I, <laughs> did I tell you the story how I slept on this yeah, couch? Yeah, you have slept on that couch. Yeah, I slept on this couch about four years ago, or three years ago. Shows how old I am. But, yeah, I was loving it. <laughs> and I don't know. It's, 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 it's not as frigid as it can be in the backup studio. Yeah, the backup studio, it's really cold. I mean, I don't so. think it's going to be that cold, you know, during the... No, because eventually they'll turn the heat back on. You would think, right? But we don't want another debacle where it's 80 degrees out and the heat's on in here. Right, right. That was terrible. Um, Are your levels up? Because I'm looking at yours compared to mine's. Yeah, up. see, I'm telling... It's it's my mic. It, co- it I think it's just the mics. Yeah. Because my level is higher than yours on the board. Yeah. It's fine. Well, I like I said, I'll go in and post and fix it. Oh, okay, Since cool. they're on different... Oh, dope, yeah. Tracks, I can go in and edit them separately. That's was, the beauty of the Pro Tools studio. I was, that is true. <laughs> I'm assuming you liked it better editing this one. Yes. Than, the, than when we did it in the... I didn't edit video. the last one too much. I don't edit too much unless I absolutely need to. Right. But, you know, when it's like that, it's a simple fix. I just select all of mine. And I'll just... I'll literally select... Like, if... Whenever yours is louder, I'll just select all of mine and make mine louder. If yours is, or if mine is louder, I can do the same to yours. Right. It's the beauty of uh, separate mono tracks. Oh, I love Because audio. <laughs> and it only took me four and a half years to learn how to use this damn thing. And I don't even know how to use it to its full potential. I just know the basics. Deshaun and that's threw, good enough for me. Deshaun threw another touchdown. Chosen one. He's got four touchdowns. Chosen one. That means that means he's bopping over in fantasy. I, I tried to I tried to learn y'all. I, tr- <laughs> I tried to learn y'all. <laughs> Can we try that one again? <laughs> I tried to tell y'all. There it is. Twenty six points. The man has seventeen pass attempts and twenty six fantasy points. I take back everything negative I said about Bill O'Brien for one night only. <laughs> yeah, Joe Buck was bringing up some good points about right, and then Troy. Uh, was that Buck or was it Aikman? I think it, it was, was Aikman. Aikman was talking. Aikman was giving Bill O'Brien a lot of praise because yeah. he was saying how he took that two and fourteen team and made them into a consistent nine and seven team with no quarterback, which is really impressive actually when you think about it. Like I forget. Like people forget that Bill O'Brien's first quarterback for the first couple of years was Tom Savage, and then Brock Osweiler, and then Tom Savage again. <laughs> like, 
it's actually very impressive now that you look at it. And then you look at what Watson did last year under Bill O'Brien. Really impressive. And then they lost Watson. So it's just unfortunate trying to get that swing back. And now, you know, they're up 15 points in the fourth quarter. They're on their track. They're on their way to a fifth straight win. Yeah. You kind of have to put – I know we – I think we trash-talked him a couple of weeks ago. You kind of have to put some credit into Bill O'Brien. He's – I mean, the Texans are looking like a good team. Yeah. It turns out that I've had to eat my words quite a bit <laughs> on Which Bill O'Brien. Which you should at least be happy about. Oh, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm I think like we should technically both be ha- – So, I'm probably going to take a selfie and post it on the page because you guys are going to have to see this. We're both wearing Texans jerseys right now, and it's cute <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to the point we, where we were in dicks earlier, <laughs> and one dude just goes, "Did y'all fly in from Texas or something?" Dude literally asked us if we flew in from Houston. Yup, we flew in from Houston to Wisconsin so that we could walk around a Dick Sporting Goods while the Houston game is on. I'm sure it was all in good fun. I know, I know it was. But I can only imagine like we were walking or just walking around Janesville Mall, just two dudes. Yep, <laughs> both wearing Texans, both wearing, and not just Texans jerseys. No, no, no. We're both wearing blue jeans. Yeah. We're both wearing red shoes. I'm not wearing a baseball cap, though. That's fair. But we're both wearing red sweatshirts under our jerseys. The only difference is that your jersey is red and mine is navy blue. And your sweatshirt's more like red red. Mine's right. more like burgundy. But still. <laughs> Cute as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Goals, am I right? Thank God we <laughs> But no, Houston's God. looking pretty good in this first game. Thank God we didn't walk around campus like um, this. <laughs> Can you imagine showing up to Bartline's class in the morning? <laughs> I really want that to happen, like, accidentally one time. Like, both of us wear, like, our Brewers crew neck I c- see, or, I, like, I a was, Houston jersey. I was wondering if that was going to happen at some point when the Brewers are still in the playoffs. I was just like, I'm going to show up one day. What it's going to be in the same damn thing. Do we have anything else that we match in? Do we have any s- similar wrestling shirts? No. Probably not. I mean, I have, I'm probably going to get a Ronda one when we go to Raw. Good. Yeah, what am I gonna? I'll probably get an Elias shirt when I go by Raw. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Elias yeah. tour shirt. Yeah, because he's face now. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> that means he's probably get new merch. Let's go. You know. Yes. Merch is so be we're also going to Monday Night Raw. When we go there, we're going to Monday Night Raw in Milwaukee. In November. I think it's like the. I think it's the twenty sixth. It's the Monday after. It's the twenty sixth. It's the Monday after we get back from break. My mom's birthday is the twenty fifth, and that's Sunday. Yeah, it's the Monday so after we get back from break. Yep. So, yeah. We're going there. That'll be super fun. Um, and that's a good segue because we will be talking about wrestling later in the podcast. <laughs> like I said, we're going to be talking about wrestling towards the end of all podcasts. And I'm putting, putting timestamps in. So if you just want to hear wrestling, you can go ahead and skip to that. If you don't want to hear wrestling, you can skip the wrestling. And that's fine. I understand. Uh, yeah. So before we dive into the rest of football for the week... Plug the Twitter accounts real quick. Go follow us. Links all in the description. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, all of them. First round KO. You can search that and find us. If you're a wrestling fan, go follow the YouTube channel because I do a lot of wrestling content for the YouTube channel. We'll be doing our evolution picks this week on the YouTube channel. We'll yep. also be doing crown jewel picks on the YouTube channel next week. Yep. Because crown jewel is next week. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. And I know the streaming service isn't up yet, but for local Whitewater listeners who have access to WSUW 91.7 The Edge on your radios, tomorrow night, that would well, tonight, I guess, for you guys, Friday night, 
starting this Friday at 10 p.m., I believe. Yes. We will be debuting the new version, the new live version of Bops Only. Because due to copyright issues, we cannot play music on our podcast. <laughs> but full, we can play full transparency, a full transparency on that. Uh, I.e., we changed the song, uh, the opening song, because copyright issues. We didn't get striked. I'm just afraid that we might at some point. Uh, so I'm playing it safe. But we can play music on the radio. <laughs> we can play copyrighted music because they have uh, license to play copyrighted music. So we can we can continue our Bops Only segment. And I will be continuing to add all the songs to the Bops Only playlist on Spotify. So, with all of that said, let's dive into some more football. So, uh, Miami made a field goal, so it's 35-23. We'll probably be live (laughs) talking about that game because we're interested in it. Let's do... Yeah, so let's talk about some games. If you want to pull up... Football oh, yeah, games yeah. on your on yours me, uh, on your phone, yep. Yeah, let me pull up that. And you and we'll do our three favorite games for the weekend. Our normal Friday football talk. I'll start. Obvious one. Game over in London across the pond. They're going the Jacksonville Jaguars, technically hosting the Philadelphia Eagles because we all know that Jacksonville's second home is over in London. Blake Bortles is three and zero all time over in London. And the Eagles are uh, a disappointing three and four this year, and the Jaguars are also three and four. But that's not a disappointing hey, three and four. Hey, the game is on the NFL, the NFL app. Oh yeah, it is. Are you kidding me? I didn't yeah, know you could do that. Could, yeah, Only they play. All, they play all local games. All local games. Like as in, if you get a game on a local channel here, yeah, it's on the NFL app. No way. Yep. They play all in market. That's what the word is. No way. All in market when games. When did they start doing that? Last year. Continue, (laughs) Uh, but yeah. So I'm really excited because this Jacksonville team, like I said, they're both three and four. But Philadelphia's three and four is disappointing because they're the Super Bowl champions, and Jacksonville's three and four is less disappointing because they're a they're not the Super Bowl champions, and b they don't really have like an established good quarterback. As much as I defend Blake Bortles, he has a lot of issues that he needs to fix. So. I, th- so there's a lot of things. That's why this game's so interesting to me. Jaguars' defense, while it has still been good this season, the last two games have been rocky. Playing, who did we play the last two weeks? Houston. Yeah. And oh, the Cowboys. God. Well, I mean, you kind of purged that from your memory. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that Cowboys game. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to watch the or the Jaguars' defense. Bounce back without A.J. Bouye. A.J. Bouye is not making the trip to London. He is injured. I don't remember what's injured necessarily. Probably an ankle or something, shoulder. Um, so no A.J. Bouye, but they st- they have Jalen Ramsey. And they still have the safeties. I don't know. That defense will be interesting against a struggling Philadelphia Eagles. So it's interesting on both sides. And we get the debut for the Jaguars of Carlos Hyde. So that'll be nice, too. I'm interested to see how they use him in the offense. So. That's my first game, and my pick for that, I think all of us, I shouldn't say all of us, some people have picked some Philadelphia. Picked I picked Jacksonville. Yeah. Saxonville. I picked, I picked them. Because on Hawk Talk, they make me talk in a ridiculous London accent. So I said, oh boy, Blake Bulls. 
But yes. You just wanted a reason to say that. Bloody blank balls. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Um, so can I just say that on the NFL? It's just, this is funny, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at the games on the NFL app, right? Yeah. Every game on here has like a little tagline, little storyline yeah, thing. Yeah, I love those. Except the Redskins-Giants game. <laughs> all of them do, except <laughs> the Red. And they all have some like weird factoid or like a little fun fact or something about the, about no the game. No way. That's awesome. Except the Redskins and the Giants. That's amazing. That is hilarious. Okay. My first game is going to be Durr. the Jets versus the Bears. Because <laughs> Bears, I mean, for all the mistakes that they did last week, to still come up, what, a touchdown shy of tying New England? <laughs> an it, inch shy. An inch shy. So literally, it's that alone, I don't want to say it's like an accomplishment, like the rain is like, yep, we got close to, oh, hi, stop, stop playing football. Um, I don't want to say that's like a reigning accomplishment. <laughs> no, that's using the broadcast without the express written <laughs> instead, instead of, of the of NFL. National Football League. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> so, I mean, that in its own right, you know, is going to be interesting. And I'm also interested to see because of this. Khalil Mack is hurt, right? Is I he still injured? Yeah. Now, I want to see if they're going to sit him and just let him rest. Which they should. So they can get get on through the rest Especially of the season. Especially against a team like the Jets, yeah. Right. And knowing how the end of the season schedule is just absolutely brutal, and you're gonna have to and they're gonna have to earn every last one. Or they're gonna play them. And I also want to know how this Jets team is going to be, obviously. I mean both teams are kind of, for a lack of better terms, inconsistent in a way. <laughs> and I battle the two young quarterbacks. You got sophomore Mitch Trubisky and rookie Sam Darnold. It's gonna be interesting to see how this how Darnold handles the defense. What's up? I'm just looking at the injury report. Okay. He's still questionable as of today. And I'm assuming Alan. Uh, do I see Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson also questionable because of a groin. He was right. held out of Thursday's practice. Max is a Mac. Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio said that Mac obviously isn't 100 percent because of his right ankle injury. Ankle injury. So that's big, especially yeah. for a speed defensive end like him. Right. But I think just even without Khalil Mack, again, this that's still a defense that was a oh, top, that was still a top ten defense. And it's gonna be interesting to see how Darnold matches up against them. So that's gonna be the first game that I'm looking at. And obviously I got the Bears winning that one. Right. Uh second game for me is also obvious. But I'm uh, I don't wanna talk about it <laughs> and I don't want this game to happen. But I do. I still feel like I do want to talk about it. So Packers at Rams in L.A. <sighs> this is a tough schedule going forward after our bye week. Uh, we have to play the Rams this week, the Patriots next week, and then the Dolphins or something like that. It, th these next two games will be tough for sure. And I don't know. The Rams have a 80% chance to win this game, according to ESPN. The Packers are... The Packers are healthier. I will give them that. Like, I, I said last week that they, out of the four teams, they won the bye week because they were so injured, injury riddled. And so hopefully, so Aaron's going to be closer to 100%. Uh, Cobb and Allison will also be closer to 100%. I'm assuming one of them will play. Same with Bashad Breeland, who hasn't debuted yet for the Packers. Uh, and Jari Alexander, who should be coming back soon, too. Now, if we have 
both Breland and Alexander, and then one of our receivers back. And I believe Kumaro might be coming back soon. I haven't heard any official news on that. But they're looking into bringing him off the injury reserve. So that's another receiver that would be very nice, and it would be cool for us. But I'm I'm looking at this Packers team. They're well-rested, and now they're getting healthy. It was huge. It was pretty good timing as far as the uh, bye week is concerned. But we're going into a 7-0 Rams team, <laughs> and they – they just look they look like the best team in football because they are the best team in football. They have the best roster in football. They have arguably the best coach in football, arguably the best running back in football, arguably one of the best defenses in football. We get it. They're the, like the, probably the best team in football. It, it's <laughs> tough. They, re- they really are, though. It's exactly. Hard, it's hard to look at any other team and, and think that they're, without a shadow of a doubt, better than the Rams. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say the Packers don't have any chance. A, because I'm a Packers fan, so I have to tell myself that. But B, because if you look at the Thursday night game between the Vikings and the Rams, you know, I would take the Packers offense over the Vikings any day. And if the Vikings can at least somewhat keep up with the Rams, I think the Packers have a good chance too. This game is going to be a shootout. It's just what defense can make more stops or who has the ball last. Right. And honestly, if I if I if you tell me that the Packers are down six or less and Aaron Rodgers has a ball with a minute or less, you know, I'm putting my money on the Packers. So I'm not saying the Packers don't have any chance because that would be stupid of me as a as a sports uh, analyst. And so, I, I don't know. I picked the Rams this week. I, I Every week on Hawk Talk I say there's only one week I'm picking against the Packers. That is this week <laughs> and because it's the Rams. And, yes, that means next week I am picking the Packers over the Patriots. Spoiler alert. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. I'm just saying, the as much as I do think the Rams are going to win this because they are just overall the better team, I – everyone picked the Rams, correct? Yeah. So I'm okay eating this point then. Like, this is obviously one that I would love to get wrong. So, I don't know. I'm very – very interested to watch this game because I do think the Packers offense could potentially keep up with the Rams offense. But I wouldn't count on it <laughs> because that Rams defense is very good. So if the Packers offense is even still a little banged up and not in rhythm, if they miss plays, the Rams are going to make us pay. And if we can't slow down Todd Gurley, it's going to be a long day. So that's my second game. As I said before, I picked the Rams. It's probably honestly going to be somewhere around the long uh, – Along the lines of like forty-one to thirty-five, I'll say forty-one to thirty-eight. Maybe I'll I'll give him a field goal. Uh, yeah. What's can your we, second game? Can we talk about how Warhawk Fitness is at the at the what's at, at the Hamilton room today? I, for, I guess for some wellness summit thing, they're handing out some stuff. Oh, cool! They had like free cups and everything. Free cups. Free cups. As a college student. <laughs> I have very much learned to appreciate free stuff. If if you're listening to this. (laughs) And you want to send us free things. Oh, well, yeah, that. That would be cool, too. But if you're listening to this and you are also a college student, and if the words can't relate pop into your mind, you are either A, a trust fund baby, B, spoiled rich, C, a brat, (coughs) or D, a liar, or E, all the above. Deshaun Watson, short pass to DeAndre Hopkins, two yards. Touchdown, Houston!
can y'all wonder why I'm so high on this Deshaun Watson? Forty two to twenty three. Yeah, Jim was right. These games aren't really entertaining. Five in a row. Houston's looking good. Yeah. Houston's starting to look scary. Yeah, I'd say so. But uh second game now, right? Is it my turn? Second game? Yeah. Second your game? second game. Hmm. Alright, cool. Dope. Alright. So my second game. I'm gonna go with Browns and Steelers. Yeah. And a lot of this is kind of echoing some of the sentiments that uh, Big Tyler, uh, Tyler Job was saying on Hawk Talk earlier. Mm, because at the time, the Browns had Terod Taylor playing. Both teams, when they played each other in week one, both kind of trying to figure things out right. and whatnot. Now you got... The Browns should have won that game. They really should have. Let me be completely frank, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, the Cleveland Browns should have won that game. The Cleveland Browns should have started the year 5-0, and realistically. Realistically. So now you have Baker Mayfield starting. You know, uh, James Conner on the opposite end isn't doing – isn't – you know, he's cooled off a little bit. And they have better running backs. You know, Carlos Hyde wasn't working in that system. Right. Now they have Nick Chubb, who's working very well in the right. system. Right, and then Duke Johnson's still there as well. Yes. It's – both of these two teams, realistically – in my mind, are contenders to make it into the playoffs. So I think if you're a Browns fan, you need to approach this like this is essentially a playoff game. And if you're a Pittsburgh fan, I still, for me, the jury is still out on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I still don't think they've fully discovered their identity yet. Even though they've had a few good games since, I still don't think they've fully found it. And I don't know if that's because Bell isn't there. I don't know if that's just because of inconsistency. I don't know if that's because of all the other off-the-field crap. I don't know. You I bringing just, up Bell just re- reminded me about what Juju did. You saw oh, that, right? Yeah, yeah, you showed me. So basically, in case you guys aren't familiar, Juju bought, like, what? How much? He how bought $300 worth of mil- Mega Millions or what, yeah, Powerball which, tickets or whatever. If anyone knows, like, the Mega Millions right now is, like, insane. It's like It went up to a billion over the weekend. Right. And his reasoning behind it was... I tried to do it so we could try to get Le'Veon back. It didn't work, end quote. And that was the single-handed, most greatest thing I have ever seen. I love that, man. He's officially skyrocketed as a top 10 favorite football player yeah, right now. I love that, man. But, no, I, I just – I think whoever – the end result of this game, we'll, we're going to see the true identity of both teams, in my honest opinion. I like that. Yeah, I I completely agree because this one's hard for me because I want Cleveland to succeed because of Baker and you know I like seeing teams rebuild, but I'm obviously a Steelers fan and I want the Steelers to be successful. So I don't know that'll be a tough game. I'll be good with either outcome. Really, I'll be worried for the other team. Uh, my third game, and everyone's sitting here probably thinking, oh, Kyle's just gonna pick the Chiefs like a stupid head every week that he does. Well, you're right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm actually going to pick. The Ravens at the Panthers as my third pick. This one's interesting to me because uh, I predicted that the Panthers would be going eight and eight this week or this year. It was either seven or nine, seven and nine or eight and eight. I don't remember. I didn't. I predicted they wouldn't have a winning record. Currently, they're four and two, so they're looking decent after a twenty-one uh, point comeback. Well, seventeen point comeback. They were down seventeen. They scored twenty-one straight in the fourth quarter to beat the reigning champion Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, in Philadelphia last week. So the Panthers, I mean, they're honestly looking pretty good as a team. But the Baltimore Ravens are now 4-3. and three. After last week they fell to the New Orleans Saints 
in a close game where Justin Tucker, <sighs> Justin Tucker had never, never missed an extra point lead going into the, uh, that game. And that's saying something after the, you know, they moved the extra point back. The man had never missed an extra point. He missed the game-tying extra point in the fourth quarter. That's just, that's an unlucky blow. Obviously, that is, obviously, that's an anomaly. Justin Tucker is one of the most accurate kickers in NFL history. So, for that to happen is just downright unlucky. The fil- or the the Ravens are legit. They're the number one scoring defense right now. They took over that spot from Jacksonville. Will Fuller out with knee injury. Ooh, that sucks. Good thing he's already got me 23 points. <laughs> yeah, same. He got me a uh, head start against Anne Marie. Now I'll just give the ball to Lamar Miller because I haven't been in a different league. Um, yikes. Osweiler just got sacked for nine yards. Tyron Matthew in the blitz. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so I'm just – I'm very interested to see if we're going to get the good Cam Newton that we've been seeing. And, you know, is he going to be able to have – back-to-back good seasons out of Cam Newton or is this Ravens defense legit and are we going to see you know a defensive not a defensive game because I think the Ravens would be able to put up some points but are we are we going to see the Ravens defense just beat up on Cam I think that's going to be the biggest thing is Cam Newton and Greg Olson versus that Ravens defense I picked I picked the Ravens on the road actually and the Ravens are actually favored minus 2.5 so Connor your last game after you finish your... Yes, sorry, <laughs> I said that. Uh, it's just stuff back at home. That's fine. Nothing bad, nothing bad. Okay. I want to specify nothing bad. Yep. Absolutely nothing bad. Just had to take care of some. My last game. <laughs> Is it bad that really not many of these games... There's only a few this week that like genuinely interest me, and the rest I can legitimately do without. Yeah, there's, there's some interesting ones. Uh, Bengals and Buccaneers were one I was looking at. Um, obviously tonight's game, but it's already going. Right. So I'm going to pick this one, Saints-Vikings, because a rematch yeah. of, the NF- of the NFC divisional <laughs> game. The Stephon Diggs Hail Mary. The Minneapolis Miracle as it's hailed. Miss ta- the Minneapolis Miss Tackle is what it should be called. You're right. <laughs> let, me, let me put it this way. It was a rookie. It's not a miracle that he missed a tackle. Let's, let me put it this way. This Saints team... As it stands right now in the NFC, the only team in the NFC that I could legitimately look at and say, without even questioning, can give the Rams a run for their money if a, I don't know, a spot to the Super Bowl was on the line, I would say New, I would say New Orleans right now. And the Vikings, it, yeah, they're 4-2-1. They lead the division, but I personally don't trust them. Do you see what matchup we get next week, week nine? I can't wait. Rams Saints, baby. I can't wait. But no, the Vikings. What a schedule for the Rams. Can we talk about that? Honestly, they're Packers and then Saints, and then they have the the Chiefs in a couple weeks. Yeah. No, this Vikings team, I necessarily don't trust, but I mean, they're they're everything's clicking now. The uh, Cousins is fitting well into the offense. Adam Thielen is is banging on the door of demanding people's respect, and he's really earning mine. That running game, honestly, is going to be the be-all, end-all for the Vikings here, in my honest opinion. Uh, who? X-Raider. X-Raider, the running back. X-Open Raider. It's a backup. For, oh, Latavius. Yeah, Latavius Murray's there, but I don't know. I wonder. I just wonder if the Dalvin Cook thing was a mistake at this rate. 
he's been so injury prone, and when he yeah. and when he plays, he's not effective. And I'd hate for the Vikings to be one dimensional. So, but they're they have the ultimate bailout clause by having so many good receiving weapons, and then their defense is 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 amazing. The Vi- and the Vikings get Everson Griffin back this week. Exactly, which adds on to that already I mean, amazing defense. I thought I saw an arg- article on that, but it, the injury report says he's but still out. But this is, but still. This one is going to be fun. This yeah. one has Game of the Week written all over it in my Sunday mind. Sunday night. This one's going to be fun. I mean, yeah. we'll be watching Evolution, most likely. Yeah. At this point. We'll probably, we could listen to the end of it on the way home. Probably in the drive home, because Evolution will be, should be done by then. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> Dolphins just punted it back. Six minutes left. Yeah. The Score again. Yeah, they get, yeah, honestly. Like I said. Give it to Lamar Miller. <laughs> Fantasy. So, yeah, those are our uh, picks. Well, not, uh, not our picks. Those are our favorite games going into week eight of the NFL season. Um, right now for the Hawk Talk picks, you are in fourth. But, like, behind, only behind, like, three games. I'm or literally like three games out of yeah. first. At th- literally one, two, three, four. Is, is are only down or is back one two three games <laughs> essentially like it's it's a really close battle for the top and then there's me I'm back like seven games I think I mean you had a big week it just so happened that I've had a big two had a, I've had a big two but weeks like but everyone else does been having big weeks, I'm not yeah. last anymore though <laughs> Kim's now in last I believe my win total was fifty eight or my correct total or whatever you want to call it I had fifty eight correct and the leader had sixty five if I'm correct. Cal is at sixty five. Right, yeah. and I hit, so I'm seven games back. Yeah, that ain't bad at all. That's definitely no. doable. I'm just gonna have to get my. No, it's a very. It. It's still a. It's still very much a very winnable bell here. Also, I don't know if we brought this up on Sun. You can stop me if I did. If we did bring this up on the Monday podcast, I think we did actually. Did we talk about me and you fantasy matchup? Yeah. Okay, never mind then. We did. I couldn't remember if we actually. Oh, brought it we up. did. In case you forgot, he kicked my ass. Kicked it, seven and zero, baby. I mean, and, the, and, and Deshaun's got me thirty tonight. And the thing is, you put it, you you put it fairly well on Hawk Talk. Like you had, like you had a down week, but it just so happened that I had a worse down yeah. week than you. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, Deshaun's got me thirty already tonight. In Yo, that how many does he have me in the in the? Uh, I'm I'm winning. The, I'm winning this week. Who are you playing? Tom. If you don't if the, win, Deshaun usually only gets me about fifteen. If he's getting me double that, oh, you're winning. I'm winning. Like, it doesn't matter what Tom does. Honestly, if Tom somehow beats you, you deserve to have that L. Well, Yo, I also thir- have thir- 30.8 points. Well, the here's the thing. I have Devontae Adams against the Rams. Yeah. I have Kamara against the Vikings. Yeah. Barkley against the uh, Redskins. Yeah. Jimmy Graham against the skin, uh, And then Tyreek Hill, although Tyreek Hill had a big time, big game against Denver last time. I don't know. There's a oh, I have Greg Zerline kicking. I need a new kicker. I can't cheer for the Rams, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's possible, but then again, I'm playing Tom, and Tom is one and six. Does someone want to tell me why Russell Wilson's still a, on the free agency market in our? Because he's not a good fantasy team, fantasy quarterback. He's never been a good fantasy quarterback for me. I've drafted him a couple times. I don't know about me. He he won me a league. Did he? Yeah, he did. Wilson what year? Won me a league. What year? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I know. This year, year I, this year I wouldn't trust it. I mean, my backup quarterback's Carson Wentz, so I think I, I'm pretty sure I don't need him. Did you go on any big upsets this week? 
Not really. Did you pick Arizona or 49ers? Are you kidding me? Who's Gorilla's a fantasy? Duncan. He has DeAndre Hopkins. No, that's Kyle. He has DeAndre Hopkins. How many points does Hopkins have? 23.2. Oh, that ain't bad. And I have 30.96. So. Nice. Oh, and he playing? has Kenyon Drake on his bench. You playing Kyle? Kyle's the one that beat me last week. Yeah, I'm playing Kyle. You watch out. He took me out of number one last week. I know. He's a, he's a um, trophy, you pick the Cardinals or the Niners? I think I picked the Cardinals. Okay. It's in Arizona, so that's probably a good bet. I yeah. just went balls out and said 49ers. CJ Beathard, the way he's been playing, he's got to win a game at some point. Some point. Like you would think. Right. I don't know. I, I had to go with them. I'm really – the Raiders are interesting. The Raiders are really interesting because they – like I feel they, like you almost they almost have to respond well this week with everything that happened. They have to. So I mean they did get a first round pick. And Okay, cool. That's like off the field stuff. But I mean talking on the field, they have to no, respond. Oh, absolutely. Derek Carr needs to respond. Because Derek Carr is playing for his Well, yeah, the, the reports are that Derek Carr doesn't have the respect of his team anymore. And then he went on Twitter and said, No, my team does respect me. And I don't think it works like that. <laughs> like even Pat McAfee was like, you know, the guy who is the guy whose respect is in question can't say that his respect isn't in question because it's not up to him and it's not yeah he doesn't know that <laughs> so we can't take his word for it obviously and and then there's a bunch of other stuff like G- the GM says the GM literally said that him and Gruden work well together but Gruden has his own scouting team that has nothing to do with the GM Gruden wants to literally just own the Raiders. I think he does. And, like, I want to. Like, why doesn't he just go to a GM role? Mostly because he probably buried. Well, because team that he'd water. also. He would want to. He's a former coach. He's going to want to control. He, I don't think he would be able to put the control of a different coach. I don't think he would be able to do that. I mean, Jerry. He's Jones. not a delegator. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Jones damn near does it in Dallas. Jerry Jones has a puppet on the sidelines. Why can't. John Gruden finds himself a puppet. I mean, he will in his later years, maybe. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, with all that said, though. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love the favorite. My favorite picture I've seen on social media this week is it's the draft board. That's Roger Goodell saying with the with the with the first round in the NFL draft, the Oakland Raiders select the University University of of Alabama. Alabama. Kills me. Just absolutely round of the NFL draft. Not first pick. They take first all twenty-two starters, (laughs) and then ten more reserve players. Oh god, that's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. See, now everyone was talking about how there weren't a lot of super interesting games, but I look at the schedule. I see one game that I don't care about in the Cardinals. There's a lot of snooze fests on this one. See, snooze fests for the common fan. Like, you know, I can see why Anne-Marie and Kim were saying that. Yeah. But when I look at the schedule as an... I don't consider myself a common fan. No, I I don't either. But even I'm just like, uh, I've seen... I mean, then again, we got spoiled with, like, the first four weeks of the season this year. But as a a hardcore football fan, as I would describe myself, there's a lot of interesting matchups and a lot of interesting things. Interesting, yeah, but... That's about it. I mean, but I think I'm looking at it as the only I mean, snooze fest is is the Niners and the Cardinals. Oh God, yeah, I'm not even gonna 
Any like, because even I think the Colts are starting to figure something out, and the Raiders are a mess. So there's storyline there. That's interesting. The Ravens and Panthers. I already talked about that game. I'm really, yeah. I'm really excited about the Ravens defense. I mean, I'm not because of Cleveland and Pittsburgh, but the Jets and the Bears. You know, what Jets team are we gonna get? Are the is the what, what Bears team? What are we gonna what Bears get? defense are we gonna get? What Mitch Trubisky are we gonna get? Uh, the same Mitch Trubisky you get every week. System quarterback. Um, <laughs> Bengals, Bengals and Bucks. Like the Bucks have been trashed now, but the Bengals are sliding. So the Bengals are gonna be able to bounce back. Like I look at this schedule: Giants at Redskins, a one and six team, and a four and two team. The Redskins are the four and two team. Like what? Who saw that coming? I I love it. And then the Chiefs and the Broncos rematch in in Kansas City. I love. I'm really excited for, you know, Sunday night when all these games are done to see what happened i'm really excited for monday show when we get to talk about all this stuff i'm just really excited for evolution i'm if we're talking sunday i'm like super i'm excited I'm, but i'm also like cautiously optimistic I you want to we're gonna get into evolution in a little bit but okay. i has your you're not you're not confident in this one are you no like i it. so here's also my thinking yeah going in with low expectations Oh yeah, naturally I am too. I'm not because going to be the greatest thing ever. Right, because I don't want to be disappointed. A and B, I honestly just don't think it's going to be that great. So keeping my expectations low is going to maybe maybe they'll surprise me and maybe I'll enjoy it a little more than I think I will. We'll see. The only match that I'm legitimately looking forward to yeah. as a match is the NXT title match between Kyrie Sane and uh, Shayna Baszler. Oh, same. That's the only match. Like, the Mae Young Classic will be a good match itself. Like, y- you know, in-ring and all that stuff. But I don't know either of the wrestle. I know is it I know Io Tori Sh- Storm and Io, Io Shirai. Io Shirai, yep. She's she's also in it. To- and Tony Storm's in it? Yeah, it's, it's Tony Storm's. So I kind of know Tony Storm from Isn't the Isn't she indies. on NXT UK? E- yeah, yeah, she is. Okay. Um, So... Yeah, like so I'm excited for that I guess in the ring. But as a combination of like story and in-ring, I'm so much more into Sane and Baszler. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be such a good match. Becky and Charlotte, I, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, I don't I we, we got it. We got more sports to talk about before we actually get into wrestling here. Um Oh yeah. So next we're going to talk about the NBA. We which, got basketball to talk about, which is in fact going on. Lakers and Denver. Yeah, they're they're playing right now. They're playing right now. They're one point game, with a minute and a half before halftime. It's almost halftime already. Yeah. I guess at least I got something to watch when I go back home. Right. I might have to watch that too. Pop okay. That up on my laptop while I play some FIFA. Okay. C is zero four. It's early. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Houston's one and four. Early. Right. I mean the Lakers are also one and three. Super early. Very. Like LeBron teams always start off slow. I don't want to hear anyone talking about the Lakers. LeBron teams that he just joins exactly. start off slow. Right. Miami, Cleveland, round two, L.A. Um, the teams. <laughs> Cavaliers are on five. You can't even say early on that one. No. <laughs> we all saw. I that want coming. to, but I just no. They're not gonna be good. I said maybe seven or eight seed for them. Maybe, but I said they were going to miss the playoffs. The, the team that I want to talk about the most, obviously, and we can dive into a little bit of Bulls if you want to. <laughs> nah, we don't have to talk about the Bulls. 
the team that I want to talk about are the Bucks because the Bucks are starting off 0-4. And, yes, I know, you can say it again. It's early. early. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Giannis and – Giannis is looking like the MVP that he's supposed to. He's yeah. supposedly the betting favorite. To Giannis be. is living up to the MVP hype. Dude looks in midseason form. The dude is destined to get one. Yes, he is. It's a matter fully of. Destined. It's just a matter of when, not if. So yesterday, in a in a win over the 76ers, the Bucks won one twenty three to one oh eight. The Giannis dropped thirty two points, eighteen rebounds, and ten assists. Ten assists to five turnovers. That's not terrible for a power forward <laughs> what but the hell is he he's he's, he's, a he's a three he's he's he, a three and he's also a stretch four he's i feel like he's positionless at this rate i look at his i mean technically i mean, he's my, a po- I mean technically he's a point forward i was gonna say he's got to be a point forward he's no shooting but guard. if you look at our starting lineup it's bledslow brogdon middleton Giannis, brooke lopez Ooh, they got brogdon in the lineup though mm-hmm. i like that lineup. he was opening day Way to go, Coach yeah. Bud. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So they basically, that's a damn good lineup. Technically, they have three points I out there. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. That's a damn good lineup. Because then you look at the bench. Henson, uh, DiVincenzo. Mm-hmm. DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo. Maker. Thon Maker. DiVincenzo, who I predicted the Bucks would draft. Would draft. That was one uh, of the proudest moments of the early uh, moments of the podcast. Uh, Tony Snell. Tony Snell. Yeah, Thon Maker, right. who does play every once in a while. Ursan Ilyasova, mm. who I constantly forget we have. Uh, yeah, I really like this team. and Especially, I people, and I, I've seen this on Twitter a couple times, I don't think people realize how big of an impact two people have that we, the two people that we've added in the offseason. Two of the three people, I should say, because we got Ursan too. Two people that we added. I don't think they realized the full impact that those two people have. Obviously, Mike Budenholzer. Mm-hmm. Dude's an incredible coach. They took he took the Atlanta Hawks to a one to a one seed in the same league as LeBron. Granted, they got swept in the playoffs, but that's because LeBron. But he had a really good team, and now we don't have LeBron in the East. So Budenholzer is one. The second one. And even I forget that he's on the team sometimes. Brooke Lopez. Having that stretch five and having a big man who's going to take smart threes and he's obviously polished in the post mm-hmm. and he's a rebounder. Those And an established vet. I'd well, say. the established vet obviously in the locker room too. But those three things on the court are going to be huge for this young Bucks team. Huh, young Bucks. <laughs> I like that. Giannis and, Giannis and Jabari used to be called the young Bucks. <laughs> that used to be their nickname. I like that. I like that, too. Okay. Now, if Maker could get his ass together. <laughs> 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 I want Thon Maker to be so... I want him to be good so bad, but he's developing slower than we thought. End of game, 42-23, Houston. Starting off the week strong with a 1-0 pick. Yep, same. I like that. Uh, Killing it. Killing it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm super excited for the rest of this box season. Like, I am so incredibly excited for the rest of the season because I, I do have very high expectations for the Bucks. I believe when we did our small NBA preview, I believe I said Bucks were going to be the three or two seed. I don't remember. I believe that's exactly what you said. Who did I say was going to no, be you two? No, you said they were going to be the, You said they were going to be like, yeah. 
I think I said two. You said two. Now that I think about behind it, I'm pretty Boston. sure you said two. Because I'm Boston. struggling to think who I would have said it to. Toronto? I don't think Toronto is going to be that good. Philly? I think we're better than Philly. Right now, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, I know that that doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> right in the first <laughs> first two weeks of a the game, NBA yeah, season. Yeah, within the first five games. Right. We're better than them. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no. Deshaun Watson becomes first quarterback in, in Super Bowl era with multiple five pass, passing touchdown games within the first two seasons. Really? Goat. Give it to him now. Multiple. Wait, the first quarterback with multiple five touchdown games. First quarterback in the Super Bowl era with multiple five passing touchdown games within his first two seasons. How has that never happened before? It was waiting. Think for of the rookie quarterbacks we've had. Yep. Andrew Luck, yep. RG3. Yep. I'm struggling to remember any. <laughs> Think no, of I'm all just, the rookie quarterbacks. No, I'm just I can only name two. <laughs> but you're doing better than I can, honestly. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. <laughs> I feel, who, who, I who feel start, like a failure. As who, a, star, who started right out of college? <laughs> Legit, though, who did? <laughs> well, I mean, even I, Watson I didn't start right away. Yeah, he did. Oh, no, he started. Yeah, he, I mean, technically, he only waited one week. Jared Goff? <laughs> Goff. But Jeff Fisher mis- mishandled That's true. Him. That's very true. Vince Young. Vince Young? Yeah, and that's the thing. We're talking about Super Bowl era here. So we're talking about Big Ben Roethlisberger. We're talking about Tom Brady. Drew Brees. We're talking about Drew... Man, Drew Brees didn't play until a few years into Peyton his... Manning, but he threw more Peyton picks Manning. than anything. Yeah. Eli Manning. That's a crazy stat. I'm... See, like, and I'm not even surprised that Deshaun got that because I really do think he has that talent. I'm just more shocked that we've never had that before. Multiple five-touchdown games. In the first two seasons of his NFL career. That's 32 games. Yeah. And no one has done it until Deshaun Watson. That's mind-blowing to me that no one else has done that. Well, damn, congrats to Deshaun. That was a record that was waiting to have his name X. That's a record that should have been broken a long time ago. Well, it was Especially in this passing era that we have. Just the past five years, it should have been busted. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Hey, as a Deshaun Watson fan and person who's wearing his jersey currently, I am happy. Yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm all for it. All right, enough enough sports. We're going to entertainment. We're moving on to WWE. Ding, oh, ding, actually, ding. actually, 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 one more topic on the Bucks because I forgot. I'm looking at my sheet now. Chris Middleton, yeah, has been a very consistent shooter for the Milwaukee Bucks, and. Now he is shaping, he's shaping more into, I should, he's shaping into more of a all-around player. Yeah. He's not by any means an all-around player, <laughs> but he's shaping more into, he's he's being able to rebound a little bit, getting, you know, passing. He's not just a shoot first type of guy. He's yeah. still looking to shoot first, but he's also looking as other, he's evolving as a player. The question that I saw on the, online and I want us to discuss can Chris Middleton, because everyone talks about how the Bucks are one, literally someone, I think, who is the kid in the fishbowl with us today? Jason. Uh, Jason. Jason looked me in the eye and said the Bucks are one all, more all-star away from being a legit threat. 
I would say I kind of agree. Can Chris Middleton be that guy? Is that guy on our team? Not named Giannis, correct? Yes, a second all-star. A second all-star, okay. A second, a second fiddle to Giannis. Could, do you, in your opinion, and you're unbiased in this one, do you think Chris Middleton can be that guy? And if not, is there another guy on the team that maybe could step up? Eric Bledsoe would be the first one that comes to mind. Me too. I mean, Chris Middleton, in my opinion, if he was supposed to be this, if he was going to be, I guess. You definitely pay him like an all-star. Right. If he was going to be the Robin to Giannis's Batman, if he was going to be this all-star, he should have already developed into him. I think this year is his last year to do it, though. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. Like he, if he was, I think this is a perfect year if for he him. He was to do supposed it. to be the Robin to Giannis's Batman, because I mean, he rose to prominence when Jabari went down and everything too, and, and everyone really liked him. That's why we paid him, yeah. Right, and then since he got paid, he was kind of he just went back to middle of the road. I mean, he was hurt for the majority of the beginning of the season last year. But when he came back, though, right, and he had a slow start, but then he he had a. You know, he yeah. had some games, and the Bucks, the Bucks were rough last year. Yeah, they were, but because that was last year was when we fired Kid, and then we had Joe Prunty. Joe Prunty. <laughs> Joe Prunty dressed like he shopped at the end caps at Kohl's. Like he would, he would walk up and he would find one of those uh, shirt tie combinations. Yeah, and he'd just be like, "That works really good," and then he would wear it under his tux. Anyway, <laughs> my thing is Middleton should have already developed into this guy. Okay. If he was already going to be. Do you think he still can? I think so. But Especially time, under uh, Blue Moser. Time is running out. Okay. I, th- I think if anyone can get him into the sky, it can be Budenholzer. But I also do believe, in my honest opinion, that Drew Bledsoe is more likely to develop into that second fiddle guy than Middleton is. Which is sad because Middleton's been there longer. But you just look at what Bledsoe did in Phoenix and everything, and the whole reason why so many teams are after him was because he looked like a perennial all-star. Yeah. So, I mean, does Middleton have the ability to do it? Yeah. But I'm also kind of sharing the same opinion like you, where I was saying this is his last year to show that he has that in him. Yeah, that's what I think. Because uh, you, o- you can only have potential for so long until you just it, it's either halfway reached, fully reached, or just not reached at all. Absolutely. And I think he's halfway reached his full potential. And he needs to find a breakthrough. Otherwise, they're stuck sitting on a guy who's just a three and a, a an above average three and D guy that they threw a boatload of money to. But the league has become very much three and D. Yeah, I mean, so it works out. But and I mean, the and the Bucks are now you know kind of shifting away from Middleton and going back to the team as a whole. Right. Someone else pointed this out on on the internet was the Bucks are very much with Budenholzer adapting this three and D style of play that the NBA has shifted into. Well, because Budenholzer pretty much thrived in that with Atlanta. <laughs> he had Damari Carroll, basically the LeBron stopper oh, God, for a while. Oh, God, that's right. They had they well, had and they a had bunch Ky- of they had Kyle Korver. on that team. They yeah. had Kyle Korver th- shooting threes. They had Jeff Teague shooting threes. Yeah. Damari Carroll could even hit a couple. Yeah, Damari Carroll could step back and hit, hit a few. And they had, I mean, they had Al Horford, too. Jesus. Yeah, you had Mike Scott, who was a, who was a boss down in the paint. Oh, and, Mike and Scott could, used to be so good. And he could step back and hit, hit a hit a mid-range. Oh, I forgot about him. And they all play defense. Yeah. And, the, yeah, they had, like, the number one defense in the league. And then you had – And then they and, had three. you had my least favorite backup point guard in the league and Dennis Schroeder coming in, who was an absolute pest. Is he still there? Yeah, no, he's in Oklahoma City. 
That's right. I knew he Can't got traded somewhere. He, like, uh, That's because it's Trey Young's team now. I absolutely cannot stand Dennis Schroeder, but why? Such a he's so annoying. You're right. He is kind of annoying. He's like legitimately annoying. Like I don't have really any rhyme or reason, just other than he's just annoying. That's fair. And he plays and he acts like he's this world beat. Like he should he should be a starting point guard when he's legitimately trash next to almost every starting point guard in the league. Oh my God, Luka Doncic. Oh no. Let me oh my favorite, one of my favorite rookies. How 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 do he do? 21, nine rebounds, two assists. Yeah, bo- oh, two? but they lo- but they lost. Oh. Two, Trey Young. <laughs> but Trey, yikes, actually, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. They lost to Kent Bazemore <laughs> and Tayshaun Fritz. <laughs> Trey Young went three for 12 shooting. He only had 17 points. No, you mean Tor- uh, Torian Prince? Tayshaun Prince is better. Or Torian Prince, you're right, you're right. I was going to say, Tayshaun ain't in the league. I was going to be like, wait a second. When did he get back? <laughs> I just see T-Prince, and I immediately think of <laughs> Tayshaun Prince. Yeah, I, I immediately think of him on the Grizzlies. I don't know why. He was a Grizzly. He was a Grizzly for a couple years, yeah. It was him, Conley, Zebo, Gasol. Carter? Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But anyway... <laughs> Oh my goodness! Alex Len is on the Hawks. I need to look more in NBA. I've been slacking on basketball. Uh, okay, now we're done with sports. Now we're going to the world of entertainment. So, my first question to you, because Evolution is this weekend, we're going to focus on that. Unlike WWE did this week. <laughs> what out of the matches? And I'll pull up my little card here so that you can look at them. Not Audacity. Get out of here. That's going to open now, isn't it? <laughs> what match for WWE Evolution? And I already talked about this, but I'll go into more detail. What match are you most look- looking forward to? Which match am I most looking forward to? Yes, on this Evolution card. I can tell you what card I'm, I can tell you what match I'm not looking forward to. I uh, will take two guesses. <laughs> go for it. The six-woman tag or the over-the-top battle royal? 1B. What the battle royal? Oh the oh the 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 six woman, the six woman tag is one B, and the and the battle royal is one A. What's the other one? No, that's that's no. Oh, they're, they're both they're a, one and one A oh. and one B. Gotcha, gotcha. As in, I hate the fact that WWE does a stupid six woman tag matches, and the only reason, the only reason, but I like how they had to th- make the battle royal a number one contender one out of nowhere because before it was just some miscellaneous ass battle royal. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. It's very stupid. I mean, stupid. it's still fucking stupid, but with a number one contender match on. You might as well just save it for the damn Rumble. This pay-per-view is a gimmick. Yes, which I hate because it was supposed to be a momentous occasion. Now, I posed this question to Tom on three count review. And he said? No, I, I posed oh, this uh, following question, question to okay. him. And I'm going to pose it to you. I want to hear your opinion okay. input and then, on this. And then I'll give you my answer for a match I'm looking forward to. I personally believe that Evolution is used as two things for WWE. It is being used as an apology to the women wrestlers saying, sorry we're doing this stuff in Saudi Arabia and you can't participate. Here's your own little show. And B, it's publicity so that it evens out when they do go to Saudi Arabia. The Evolution pay-per-view is only because they've gone to Saudi Arabia. True or false? The Evolution pay-per-view is only because they went to Saudi? Yes. If they wouldn't have gone to Saudi and they wouldn't have done 
a men's only show basically where women can't perform and gotten all this bad publicity, I personally don't believe that they would have done this Evolution pay-per-view because they have not put any effort whatsoever. They put more effort into Crown Jewel, which is next week, than they did into Evolution this week on WWE programming. And Evolution is this coming weekend. And they tried to hype up Evolution so much. They had so many pre-written storylines that they could have done. They could have done Ember Moon versus Asuka. Ember Moon has never beaten Asuka. She only won the NXT title after Asuka got injured. They could have run that program easily. They could have done... They could have brought back so many of these legends and done actually sto- actual storylines with them. Wrestlers were setting up storylines on the internet. Like, uh, Naomi was calling out... Can't remember her name anymore, but a former wrestler. And then the that wrestler responded to Naomi, and they were setting up a feud. Same with Ivory and Bailey. They were basically yelling to the world that they wanted to wrestle each other. And now we get all four of those people are in either a six-woman tag or a battle royal. WWE doesn't care about this. The only thing they care about is that it's happening. Because when you look at the... Sh- not the the people who actually care about the publicity of this all woman they they're only looking at the pay-per-view itself they're saying oh an all women's pay-per-view that's really cool they're not going to actually watch it you know what i mean yeah i think that okay so let's assume greatest royal rumble never happens correct and let's assume, or I mean, in this case, let's assume that it did, and Crown Jewel was never going to be a thing. Okay. Let's assume Crown Jewel wasn't going to be a thing. I still feel like, and I held this opinion: if greatest Royal, if greatest Royal Rumble never happened, I and I hold this opinion like assuming like oh, if greatest Royal Rumble happened, which it did, but there was no former Crown Jewel. Because I just feel like I blinked and all of a sudden like you were telling me, oh, yeah, they want to do our, another show in Saudi. I was like, again, they were just there. Uh, that's why I was like super shocked when you told yeah. me. <clears throat> I thought it was just, I thought the next big one was just Super Showdown and then Evolution. Right. Um, and then Crown Jewel just came out of the out of the fucking woodwork, it felt like to me. So let's assume Crown Jewel was not going to happen. Not, let, let's take out Greatest Royal Rumble. Let's assume Greatest Royal Rumble happened, which it did. Okay. And let's take out Crown Jewel. I still feel... Like, at some point, they were going to do an all-women's pay-per-view, but they expedited that process the moment they decided they wanted to do a second show in Saudi in the same calendar year. And as a result, they built it very strong, and it had so much hype because they built it around this, the, the woman's uh, evolution, or revolution, rather. You had, you had Vince come in and talk about it. You had trips talk about it. Who we, who you, everyone who who knows of def- anything backstage about the WWE knows that he pretty much has his, his fingerprints on the woman's revolution. Because so Vince probably doesn't want anything to do with it. E- exactly. Stephanie is right there with trips, in my opinion. I mean, she. I mean, let's take out let's take out how she is storyline wise, like on TV. I, I was think- gonna say storyline wise. Stephanie started the women's revolution, and right. this is all thanks to her. Right, but if we're looking like behind the scenes yes. wise, I do think that I do agree. I do that. think that it's it's Trips and Stephanie versus Vince on this one. Can I give you a quick timeline? Sure. Greatest Royal Rumble happened. Yeah. Two weeks later, 
the rumors started about an all-women's pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, uh, also, keep in mind, before Greatest Royal Rumble, there was, a, there was a different live event thing. The WWE did go over there. Yes. And they had women wrestle. And it was the first but time. But they it, had to cover up. The first time it had ever happened. Right. Yes, and they had right. to cover up. But just the fact. But I think the fact that it was just the first time that women were even allowed to just perform in general. Right. Like they were. Like even the women wrestlers would be like. Even the women's wrestlers were just like. We're willing. To, we're willing to forget the fact that we had to like cover up and basically go in all body armor. It doesn't matter. Right. We were the first to perform here. Right. But I think the biggest problem they have is that they've the WWE have signed this big contract for ten shows with Saudi, and. They have to call Saudi this progressive country when Saudi isn't letting women wrestle. You know, you know what I mean, right? And they were and they were so late to get even exactly. that woman. They're calling the wheel. yes, they're calling themselves progressive, but yet they won't let women right. So they are they are improving. <laughs> they're catching up to us as far as that kind of world, stuff. It seems like yeah. But you want to know a fun fact too? They just recently opened movie theaters over there. First movie they show. They just opened movie theaters? Recently, within the last year. What do you mean they just opened movie they weren't theaters? Showing, they weren't showing movies. That's bullshit. You really? want to know, know the first movie they, they showed? What? Emoji movie. Which is perfect, because they don't have any other movie to compare it to. So to them, it was probably decent. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Yeah, the first movie they showed in decades was Emoji Movie. Country's so fucking half-ass <laughs> backwards. Anyways. Anyway, the timeline goes, two weeks after the Greatest Royal Rumble, we get speculation and rumors about an all-women's pay-per-view, and then days later, we get the speculation and rumors about a, Saudi, a second Saudi Arabia show. And then they just ha- so happen to be a week apart from each other. I don't think that's a coincidence. It's not. It's not. So I do bring. I do recognize your point that it probably would have happened either way. But the but the process was so expedited. Yes. But I do also believe that Vince was pushing it off. Was because people were probably. I'm sure a bunch of people were like, Vince, oh, we should do this pay per view. They were ready. We should I do this pay per view. We should do this pay per view. I'm willing to bet money a hunter, Paul Levesque. Paul Levesque, everybody, who plays Triple H. Yes. I'm willing to bet Paul Levesque was just like, Vince, let's fucking do this now. And then, after all this Saudi Arabia bad publicity happened, they were like, okay, Vince, now we really, now we need, really to do need to do it. And yeah. Fine, but you have to do it. I am I guarantee that's how it went. Okay, but now it just seems like Vince had his Paul Prince on the card. It just it seems less involvement from Tri- I The only thing where I see Triple H involved is the May Young class- Classic, in the Kyrie in the Kyrie Shana match, everything uh, else you would think that Trip should have some say in this. But I would argue, I would argue Becky and Charlotte because that program's actually been really good. Okay, yeah, but that's beca- that's that's product of SmackDown. That could also be. Um, hmm. I yeah, Ideally, no, I completely you would agree. Like to think Sasha Bailey, well, because that's and the Riot Squad. Okay, that's not gonna happen. I, the, the, the Raw writers are gonna. Vince fuck is it still. Up. So the reports are that Vince is still the number one creative guy. Like, Did you also see the report that he's no longer going to be backstage in gorilla position at shows now? Well, that's good. He's not going to sit there and feed shit into Michael Cole's ear. It'll probably make Michael Cole a better commentator. I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe. Watch Michael Cole improve over the next couple weeks. Just watch the writers know what the hell they're doing in the next couple weeks. Vince is still number one creatively, though. I'm shocker. Like, literally, any decision has to go through Vince. Like, he is still the number one guy. Yeah. So, 
That's how I explain that. Like, yes, Triple H probably has control over this, but Triple H probably still has to go to Vince, and Vince probably still had to be like, oh, you know, I just throw him in a battle royal. I just make a six-for-women tag match. Yo, Ronda and Nikki have to be the main event. I mean, in that regard, I kind of do kind of agree with them on that It's one. a, It's a, yeah. I agree with them because... They have more reach. Two words, crossover appeal. Yeah. MMA versus reality TV. Yeah, you have Nikki Bella, who's like, who's a crossover star in like reality TV and wrestling, no, absolutely. And, and everything else. And Ronda Rousey, if you just pay attention to sports, you know who Ronda right. Rousey is right. within the last five years. So. so I do get that. Yeah. So I mean, that makes perfect sense to be the main event. Um, what match were you most looking forward to? Kyrie Shayna. <laughs> did we get? Did we? We no. We did, I didn't answer. I was too busy bitching about the battle. Yeah, we talked about those in the, the six woman tag. Kyrie Shayna. Yeah, me too. I mean, the easy cop out for me would be R- Rousey, Bella, but the one that I am legitimately excited for is Kyrie Shayna. Now, just because I lost my shit watching the Takeover match, and I'm gonna go more into this in my predictions, which you can watch on our YouTube channel. <clears throat> but I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Sorry. I think that because this is an NXT. You know, the NXT will also be there. What I think they should do. Shayna and the other two, Jessamyn Duke, and I can't remember the th- the fourth woman's name. Is Jessamyn Duke the one you said who are saying She's that, that, that officials are saying has She's fi- gonna be physic- has is better in the ring than Ronda and better on the mic than Shayna? She's gotten she's got the physical appearance of Michelle McCool. Meaning she's like tall and long, yeah. But she's a super athletic, and obviously Michelle is too. But she's a fantastic wrestler, and apparently a damn good talker. Apparently, where so, the hell does WWE find these people? MMA. <laughs> so, my, I'm proposing, and what I hope happens is that Ronda brings reinforcements against Nikki. Oh, I guarantee you we're gonna get a four we, horsewoman thing, and we get Shayna and them in there, and then. Spoiler alert, I'm picking Ronda to win that match. While they're celebrating, they do a subtle little Shayna looks up at the women's title. Hmm, interesting. And then that's Shayna gets called up to the main roster. Jessamine Duke and the other girl finally debut on NXT, eventually, hopefully. And then... Did you see Matt Riddle's making his debut on NXT? Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, continue. I'm excited. <laughs> Matt Riddle. And you know who he's wrestling? Who? Cassius Ono. Which I'm actually excited for because is Ono he is... going to perpetually stay in NXT, Ono? Probably. He's got a new character. He's heel kind of now. Is he? Okay. It works re- very well. I haven't seen his new character. Um, But it's going to be interesting because, as we know, Ono is a large man and is not in the best of shape. Matt Riddle is chiseled as fuck, and he's going to look even more chiseled because he's wrestling Cassius Ono. <laughs> So it's gonna. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited for that match. Um, NXT's been so good lately. I, need I can't to start watching. War Games is gonna be fantastic. Oh, I can't wait. Um, we were talking about ba- uh, Baszler, yeah. So that's Paul. what I that's what I hope happens at the end of the show. I hope we get some sort of Shayna Baszler, and then I hope she's that. I hope they bring her up. If not, if not this coming Monday, they. I've heard 
we and we talked about it that they want to do NXT call ups after Sur- Survivor Series. I was gonna say that seems like the most. I feel like they always. But why do not? A, I feel like they always want to do a a couple call ups post one of the big pay per views. But why not? Since it's the big women's thing, why not just bring up Shayna? She's ready. She's not gonna be doing anything. They don't want to take anything away from Crown Jewel. <laughs> anything yeah, that's, that's gonna divert attention from Crown Jewel, they're gonna wait till after. If they're gonna call anyone up from the NXT, however many people they do, it's gonna like I said, they're gonna do it post one of the big four. Yeah. No, five. I mean, five now with Money in the Bank, yeah. Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble, Survivor Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Mania. Yeah. yeah. So they're gonna do call ups conveniently after one of the big five. Yes, no, absolutely. And the rumor is Survivor Series this year, which is fine. I just think it makes more sense to do it at you know. At least the Shayna Baszler one. Just Shayna Baszler. Oh, it geez. does, but I just think because WWE decided to <clears throat> log jam the month of October, right. early November. So if you want to hear what we believe will happen in every other match on the WWE Evolution card, go onto the YouTube channel sometime later today, as in Friday, um, as we will be recording our picks right after uh, the podcast, and then I just have to put together put the get put together the video. Sometime tomorrow, so or today, whatever. Watch for it Friday night, Friday afternoon. Uh, same thing with Crown Jewel. That that one will be out earlier. We'll probably do that in the middle of the week because Crown Jewel is on Friday. Oh, yeah. We get to watch it right after class. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of Crown Jewel, I would like to bring up Crown Jewel because Crown Jewel is officially still going on in Saudi Arabia. And I really need to use the bathroom. Do you? <laughs> oh yeah. We'll wrap this up pretty quickly. Um, yeah, it's it's still going on in Saudi Arabia. Yep. Yeah, it's so still a go. We talked about this on Hawk Talk yesterday, Wednesday. Wednesday. And uh, for those of you who are wondering, we keep bringing up Hawk Talk. It's our sports talk show on 91.7 The Edge. It's on. F- we're, we are on Fridays and Thursdays at 5 o'clock. Wednesdays, Thursdays. Wednesdays, Thursdays at 5 o'clock. So if you'd like to listen, you can. Um, we talked about this on Wednesday, and I like I said – from a financial and a business standpoint, it would have been incredibly difficult to pull out because you have to find a new stadium, you have to sell tickets, you have to move everyone there. You don't get the big payday from Saudi, so you have to pay Sean and Undertaker and Kane. I'm and sure they already had. I'm sure they already Kurt. paid that money up front. I don't. Think, oh, absolutely no. I don't abso- think it's. I don't think it was like waiting. What do you mean? To the wrestlers? Yeah, I'm sure wrestlers. They, I'm wrestlers. Sure they already got that money. No, they don't get paid until after shows. For real? No. That's how it works. Yeah, uh. you don't get paid until after you. After Not even with the contracts when they sign it. I mean, there might be guaranteed money, but you still have to show I, up and wrestle. I feel like if the if the until you is, show up and wrestle, I don't think you get money. I feel like it, I feel like that had to have been a guaranteed well because money deal. Uh, that's how WrestleMania works. You get a bonus for working WrestleMania. You don't get that bonus before WrestleMania. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that I th- I would I would assume that's how this works too. You get the money after you wrestle. Makes sense. That's how I would assume it goes. Right. But either you know what I mean that you you all that money for Sean and Undertaker and Kurt Angle, all that big money that you promised these guys is gonna have to come out of pocket. It would have been a huge, huge pay cut. And I'm telling you, I would not be surprised. The past couple of weeks on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, they have been saying Crown Jewel on the WWE Network. No mention of Saudi Arabia or Riyadh or anything like that. I would not be surprised at all if they keep doing that. If throughout the night they never mention Saudi Arabia. Even though we all know it's in Saudi Arabia. Right. 
How I don't see I don't see how they how they can avoid not how they can avoid saying Saudi Arabia. They just don't bring in it up. Saudi Arabia. They just don't say it. They're, someone's gonna slip. I maybe not. I I'm just saying. I think they're going to attempt to not hide it because obviously you, everyone knows they're there, but they're just not gonna bring it up. I truly believe that. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's different because maybe USA is the one saying, you know, you can't say Saudi well, yeah, Arabia USA anymore. USA is under Viacom. Exactly. So WWE's, the WWE network is under no so maybe, Viacom yeah, obligations. So maybe, maybe, maybe the network rules will be different. But I wouldn't be surprised if they keep that up. I don't know. Um, so I don't know. what. I just wanted to bring this up. What were your, What are your thoughts knowing that they're still going on in Saudi? I don't like it. I personally don't like it, but I mean, I completely understood the points that you made the other day, and I it all it all makes sense to me. Like it all makes sense to me, but I still just don't like this. Right. Like there is legitimately going to be hell to pay when they come back stateside after this. There is going to be so much hell to pay when they come back stateside. Deshaun Watson had more touchdowns than incompletions. Goat. Okay, no. <laughs> yes. At least come up with something fun like like boat. No. <laughs> Goat. No. No, I can't call him the boat. What am I going to call him? What's another word for best? Greatest. <laughs> I don't know. What, another word for best? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Talented? No, anyone could be talented. Yeah. Uh, we'll think of something. Anyway. We'll figure something point out. Point being here, I can get all the business side of things. I just, from a PR standpoint, I hope they're ready for what what's coming to them. Oh, they're fully ready. Because, they have to be. Because six think, days. I, I don't think they know that they're ready. I, don't, I think Connor, they say they're ready, but I don't think they're ready. But, ready. Connor, don't worry about Saudi Arabia because six days before that, we're having the first ever women's or all women's pay-per-view. It's usually, this is the part where I say, nah, fuck that, but I'm actually kind of. I'm just saying. I'm actually kind of optimistic about evolution. No, that's what I'm saying, though. That's 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 their mindset. That's why evolution is happening. Yeah, and I think they <laughs> and I think they also have the ultimate bailout clause, which I hate that this has to be the ultimate bailout clause. Here's our, here's our selfie. We're doing the t- lighting is terrible in here. Yeah, because they're on. right under the damn light. I know. I want to move this way. That's better. Okay, cool. Make uh, great <laughs> audio content. You guys will see the it's on the Instagram. Go check us out. So, but and then they have the ultimate bailout clause. And again, as I was saying, I hate that this has to be their bailout clause. But they're in the news with all the hopeful stuff and the prayers and wishes of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. But they might think they're ready for the backlash they're about to get after Crown Jewel. But they are they are not ready. Oh, they're ready. They are not because there is going to be some serious hell to play pay. It's not just a PR thing as far as like oh money thing like we're talking government relations here government like foreign affairs yeah i don't like vince has done a lot of stupid shit well apparently the made a lot of stupid gambles wasn't it the the secretary wasn't it the secretary of state or something like that that said that they could still go or they said that they were still going someone said yeah they said that they were still going but all of them were just like they shouldn't I don't know, man. You know, I'm pretty sure the only one who was still I'm not like, okay yeah, was like, yeah, I want to go. Was Vince? I just realized I'm coming off like I'm supporting Saudi Arabia. No, I'm definitely not supporting. I don't think they should go. 
I'm trying to play devil's advocate and think of this from a business standpoint. No, no, and I completely agree. Okay. I completely see where you're coming from. I just think that I, I just think I would I would have all the other things, all the different hoops they would have had to run through to try to find an alternate location. One, it should have waited. They shouldn't have waited till like the last two weeks to do so. And B, the moment these allegations came out, came out, the moment they figured out there was substance to them, they shouldn't have been like, oh, nope, bye, sorry. Yeah, but that's just me. I, yeah. But I, I, I can get the business side, but I don't know. I, it's I just don't like this. It's super am, touchy, like, but like, am I gonna watch it? Probably. Oh, I'm, am I, I'm gonna. Watch am it. I gonna have a good feeling in my? Uh, in my mouth uh, after uh, while doing it? No. No. But I'm going to watch it. <clears throat> yeah. We'll talk about this more when it comes up because it is next week, not this week. Uh, so, like I said, if you want to hear what we think is going to happen uh, for our predictions, WWE Evolution, check out the YouTube channel later today when I post that video. And check out next week when we talk about Crown Jewel. Talk about or check out Monday when we talk about what happened in NFL Week Eight and probably some more uh, NFL talk. And my, I'm predicting that we will be talking about World Series champions Boston Red Sox at come Monday. So, with that said, Connor, take us out. Sounds good. First round KO on Stitcher, SoundCloud, home base, and iTunes as well. Find us on Twitter at FRKL Podcast. Find Kyle at Olsen2K18. Find myself at ConnorMoore underscore 7. Links in the description. Also on Monday, look out for a new look. Also, <laughs> if you're within the area, the Whitewater area, about 30 miles, whichever way from the area, tune in on Friday at 10 p.m. for the, for the relaunch of Bops Only featuring KO and myself, uh, Connor B. Rex Moore. The B stands for Bops. <laughs> Bop, Boposaurus. Boposaurus Rex. And, and Tom. Oh, that's right. Mr. Tom First, who that's is a regular right. guest of First Run KO, that's will right. also be joining us on Bops he, Only. He will be off of work. So until then, we'll see you guys then. The next time we shot the system, stay one ish. Getting eerie like the latest down in Michigan. Had a good year, kind of tired. We're the Michelin's at the finish line. Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis stag, stone cold bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance for you. You see me as a challenge to man.